Alrighty, welcome back. Double teamed fam, how are we doing today? So next week commences our July mini episodes as we take a break, but not really because like we're still putting out episodes, but it's supposed to be less editing for me, but really it's just a lot of editing <laughs> like today and tomorrow and then I just don't do any editing for the rest of July. So it's, you know, anyways, yeah, welcome back. How are we doing? Do we have any little Check in with your body. Are you holding tension in your shoulders? Relax you- the jaw. Relax the anus. Are you gripping the steering wheel too much if you're driving? Take a deep breath. Yeah, one more deep breath. Namaste. Yeah, this is your reminder to take a deep breath throughout the day, okay? I know, sometimes I like forget to breathe. Do you ever? I know, that's why like I, that's, I'm trying to put more emphasis on meditating daily again, which have I been doing has it been daily? No, it's been more like weekly, but at least I'm trying because meditation does really help me a ton, but it's also just important to breathe and breathe. Yep. I was doing a lot of breath work during anal last night. Fun. I hope that helped. It did. It, sure, it does. It definitely does. Yeah. I'm trying to think what updates we have before we get started on today's topic. Well, oh. okay. Well, let's talk about Nikki and I celebrated the podcast two-year birthday, which was June 24th. The other weekend, we went to dinner at Catch LA. Um, If you've been here since the beginning of our two years of doing this podcast, if you've been here since episode one, we just want to take a moment to say thank you. Thank you for listening to us. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of our journey. Thank you for putting up with our shenanigans, our fighting, our pets in the background all the time thanks for putting up watching the youtube video Greenwind hasn't left this spot in front of my laptop thank you for putting up with the terrible sound quality in the beginning and like sticking it out to like where we are now because my god we need to archive those episodes can we please just do it soon okay but overall yeah just thank you guys like it means so much for us to like do this podcast and to have y'all here with us listening in and everything like I remember one time this one girl was saying that she like listened to all of our episodes through and then started again from the beginning. And I like just could not believe that like she loved it so much that that, you know, that she did that. And like it meant so much to me. I mean, I love our content. Like I I love looking back and like watching Cami and I's TikToks and reels on like Instagram and, and TikTok and whatnot. And like I find it funny. So it's like the fact that other people find it funny and entertaining and helpful and useful or whatever, like it just means the world. So and something that I'm really thankful for and that I was reflecting on not that long ago is the fact that like Nikki and I are basically recording our lives through this podcast our mid to late 20s, you know, going into 30s. And like I can go back one day on YouTube and watch like the evolution of some of the most transformative years of our lives and like for that I'm super thankful same so if you're if you're here for this journey welcome thank you yeah we just want to I just wanted to have a moment of gratitude for that and like you know especially since we were reflecting on the on the two-year podiversary big shout out to all of you that make this podcast possible big shout out to our patrons yeah love you guys our sunroom peeps 
that yeah. whoever whoever supported us in more ways than one yeah thank you for that anyone so. that's commented something nice on our instagram instead of the judgy bullshit that we get from the outsiders yeah yeah we did see a fan oh my god we were at a rave this weekend cammy and i we went to day trip for one day so we went to day trip on sunday and I'm just sitting there vibing, you know, I'm like dancing by this tree. Eli Brown was playing a decent set. Honestly, his EDC set was way better than uh, than the set he played at Day Trip, but I digress. Anyways, I'm sitting there vibing and this girl like runs up to me and she goes, double team podcast. And I was like, ah! <laughs> I was like, oh my God, yes. She was a submissive. She had her collar on her daddy. Dom was with her. I believe it was a daddy dynamic if I remember correctly, and they were both hot. Like we have hot fans. We have hot fans. Anytime I've run into y'all in the wild, I just want to say y'all are hot. So go ahead. Beautiful. Go ahead and give yourselves a huge pat on the back for being the hot, kinky, sexy, or vanilla, whatever person that you are. But like every time we've met y'all out there, I'm just like, oh my God, I love y'all. And, um, but yeah, we, we absolutely loved it. They introduced us to one of their other friends that was there with them. It and was a grand old time. I it, love running into our fans in the wild, especially when they're like, because everyone's been so like cool, respectful and just like freaking great. I love that it always happens at raves too. Like I was telling you, we are attracting the right. I know. Crowd. I'm like, we are in our demographic. You know, we're attracting the people that are that are like us. They're going to raves. They're going to sex parties. They're having fun. They have doms, you know, so it's just fills my fucking cup with joy and gratitude yeah so shout out to sam it was lovely meeting you absolutely yes, lovely sam and joel yes what else do you want to say what other updates do we have uh, oh new york city live show August oh 26th. my god yes coming up i believe we've we have just regular tickets left like the premium tickets sold no we still have some premium tickets okay just kidding anyways go get your tickets come see us in new york i still gotta think of what we're doing for the dick challenge but you know it'll be something fun i know i am excited so we do have a, a meeting coming up to decide what the dick challenge is going to be. Now, if you have a great idea, please. I love that that's a meeting. <laughs> it is a meeting. It's one of the focal points of the show. Anyways, everyone does you, always love the dick challenge. If, at, at the San Francisco live show, that everyone was going down. nuts. Yes. yes. And I just want to give a special shout out to the the guy that was on my left. The guy volunteer for the day yeah, challenge. I don't remember. He his... did so fucking great. Oh my god! I went back I and hope watched he's the listening. Right, I went back and watched the video of it, and I was like, "Yes, get it, dude. He did. He killed it." But also, like, I just love a self aware man that isn't afraid to stroke a pink dildo on stage in front of people and not question his, his sexuality or whatever. Yeah. So I was just really proud of him. But anyways, I was going to say, if you have an idea for the dick challenge, which we of course will be incorporating the pink dildos from peep show toys go ahead submit a form via our website or dm us on instagram and title it dick title challenge it, so it stands yes. out to me we get a lot so sometimes it's kind of hard to go through all title of it dick challenge let me know what idea you have on how to incorporate personal fave lube and the pink peep show dildo toys for a unforgettable dick challenge for the new york live show i have some vague ideas but i would love to hear anyone else's ideas i'll make it a little contest if we choose your dick challenge idea we will i will personally mail you a toy oh i like that okay with so. a handwritten note yeah 
maybe a little pony. Not one of my toys, to be specific. An unopened toy that you get to play with. Unless you want that. Then. Unless you want that. Actually, that has a much higher price point. Should I sell my toys on Sunroom? You could probably ask, yeah. Say that you've used the vibrator and then sell it. But, like, actually use it and then sell it. I've been using my vibrators. Oh, well, then, yeah. Ask anyone if they'd be interested in buying them. Anyway, it's, yeah. Don't forget, you can buy my thirst traps on Sunroom. Anyways, I think those are all the updates we have. Are we ready? I don't to... really know what else. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think. Oh, I did try out for LA peeps. If you live in Los Angeles, I did try out a new sex club this weekend. It's called Veritas and it's very similar to Sanctum. They were pretty adamant about wearing masks for at least the first like couple of hours of the event. Their performances aren't quite like kinky rabbit level performances where they're like very grand grandeur what's the word grandeur very grand anyways but (laughs) i loved the house that they hosted it at i thought the selection of people there were all very hot and i would say the average age was probably a little bit lower than sanctum so shout out to veritas i thought they hosted a really nice event i made out with a guy there that i really liked but I just wasn't really in the mood that night. So I, and I was actually really tired. So I left after just a couple of hours. Um, I dropped Nikki off and went right to bed. Well, it was like right after my period ended. So I was like still bleeding a little bit, just not that like in, just I wasn't feeling that like sexy, you know? So, but I, I still thought it was, it was a great event. I don't know what the price point is. I know that they do offer like discounted tickets. Eh. Yeah, for like first timers, at least that's what someone had told me. So maybe like, don't quote me on that, but maybe that is a thing. Um, But I do believe the price point is probably similar to Kinky Rabbit and Sanctum where we're talking like probably over a thousand dollars. So, and it it is expensive, but I I thought it was, I thought it had a great like curated crowd. And that is something that one of the, I, I made mention to someone else that was there. I was like, and this person had been to multiple events from Veritas and I was like, oh, this is a really hot crowd. And they're like, yeah, they they curate their crowd very well. So, yeah, it's just something if you live in Los Angeles, you've got some dough to throw around for a sex party. Veritas might be one to check out. And if you don't are my meta, my or your girlfriend, mm-hmm. she did check out one. Was it that weekend, too? No, it was the weekend before. The weekend before. Called The Play. The Play. That's what it was. I don't know why I blinked. And she liked that one as well. She said the performances there were really cool. They had a harpist, which I thought was really unique. Oh, I love that. That would be dope. Was was she a harpist or a pianist? Either way. No, I think she said pianist. Yeah. Either way, some sort of, you know, classical musical instrument person was playing there. I thought that was really dope. I would love that for the ambiance. Yes. Yeah. And this was one of their bigger parties. They are at a better price point for people who can't necessarily spend over $500 at for a play party, I believe for the play, if you are a couple trying to buy tickets, it ends up totaling 500 bucks or like a smidge below. Um, but anyway, she had a great experience. She really loved it. And well, um, it's at least a little bit cheaper than yeah, like would the definitely others. Go back. I mean, I would, I would prefer to pay if I was a couple and I, you know, like if I had a partner, like my poor boyfriend wants to go, to kinky rabbit so bad but he just doesn't want twelve hundred dollars he just doesn't want to spend twelve hundred dollars which i totally fucking get for one night it's a lot but what i was saying like i think the most i would want to spend as a person like going to a sex party would be 
for just a single ticket would be no more than like 200 for a couple like i think 500 is reasonable well the one thing i think it's really fucking dope that like as a single as a single chick like we get to go to most sex parties for free Mm -hmm. we also happen to know the owners of a lot of them so yeah which makes helps for sure however i will say this a lot of the los angeles sex parties are like really beautiful houses in the hills they're very fancy it's like the production you know they're open bars the production value is great and so of course like that's why you're paying a thousand plus dollars to go but like i really wish you know there would be clubs that kind of capitalized on the on the crowds of people that are willing to go at a much lower price point but maybe not as fancy of houses I don't need to fuck in a mansion overlooking the hills to have a good time. Like that doesn't have to be a requirement is that it's in a, in a gorgeous mansion in the hills. Um, but I do love those too. And I appreciate those events, but yeah, I, it would be nice if there was like a little bit more of a middle ground in Los Angeles. So those are two DT approved. I don't want to say the play yet because we haven't been there ourselves. I would say that one's true. That one's a contender, but Veritas I would say is DT approved. Yep. All right. Moving on to the topic. Yeah. So I was on TikTok and I was scrolling through and I came upon this other podcast, these two blonde Southern women talking about a variety of random things that they've had it with. The podcast is called I've Had It. If you've heard of it, I just discovered it. And like I I was just scrolling through their like TikTok. I haven't really gone to listen to any of their episodes yet, but I do want to go give some of them a try next time. I usually listen to podcasts when I'm like cleaning the house or well, cleaning the apartment. Cleaning the apartment or if I have a long drive, I'll listen to a pod. So cleaning day is coming up on Saturday. So I'll probably pop on one of those. But yeah, I just love their content. And then I was turning to Cami and I was like, well, what have we had it with? So we're going to do a little list of things we've had it with. Do you think they'd want to collab with us? I was wondering that, but I was like, we're very vulgar. And even though they are pretty like open and forward, I don't know that they would. I think I, mean, I think they would be shocked by us. <laughs> That's true. But they are too, like, and I, I love Southern women when they're open-minded. Cause they're I know, because so they're fucking did, hilarious. Yeah, and they did a whole TikTok about how they disagreed with all the drag queen stuff going on in, was it Texas, I think it is, and how they're pro-LGBTQIA+. They have more, I guess, liberal values. I don't want to speak for them, but the, the TikTok made it sound like they're not conservative leaning so i i resonated with that because i appreciated yeah. that there are open-minded people in the south oh yeah i'm not exactly. doubting that i'm yeah, not doubting exactly. that anyways things that we've had it with i've had it with the men in our comment section <laughs> oh i have i've i've, 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 I've long, long had it ago. with them but it's like if you're not having great sex you don't have to basically lay it all out for everyone to see because you're judging us for having great sex okay okay well and not even that but just like if you're not fun just say that like i don't need someone coming into our comment section and being like you need jesus may the lord bless you and you know this monstrosity and i'm just like who are you like why are you imposing your values on values i'm sorry your religious upbringing on me i've already had my awakening from removing myself from religion and going on a more spiritual path and let me tell you it is a lot more freeing but anyways i just like really i don't think you need to come like i feel like a lot of people and this is like the really 
shitty thing about the internet is that people who don't basically there are no consequences if you just want to say something bad so if you're like if you're a person who's just miserable and you want to say some like say something bad on someone else's um things because it doesn't agree with something that or you don't agree with it like i'm sorry a lot of times like i just want to ask does that make you feel good does it yeah does it make you feel good does like it- does it really make you feel good like i don't know some of these men especially like the older ones like commenting on a 20 something year old's post saying how much of a whore she is like does that make you feel good is that a power play yeah is that an attempt to like exert your power and dominance over someone because that's a shitty way of doing it so i've just about had it with them i feel like i've talked about this or i feel like we've brought this up multiple times but it's just like it seems like post after post recently just has been getting a lot of negative comments from very closed-minded people. i mean our our content cami is just it it's all about stuff that's not widely accepted so i know but like, i need yeah. the algorithm to start pus- pushing it to someone who it makes sense push it to fucking gen z how do we get on the gen z algorithm they would be all over that shit instead that's a good point it's getting sent out to the boomers like <laughs> that's a good point i don't know and i'm sorry if we have any boomer listeners I'm we love you. Open, yeah, I'm glad you're open-minded if you are. But for anyone who isn't open-minded and a boomer, fuck off. But anyway, it's like, we need, we, you know what? Maybe that should be the goal for season five is get on the fucking algorithm for Gen Z. They would be all, they would eat this shit up. We'll do our best. Yeah. But yeah, we've had it with those people. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't ha- need to be told that I need Jesus. I don't fucking care what my parents think about this podcast. Okay. Like, I just don't. Thanks. And I don't care about your opinion. And I don't care about your opinion. (laughs) Yeah. Nor am I ever going to be a reserved woman clutching her pearls and keeping her mouth closed in the kitchen. I will never be that. No. Another thing I've had it with. Uh, The definition police. Yeah. Look, we already have enough. We already have enough people from the non from the monogamous community bashing like people of you know about non-monogamy so it's like we posted a, a tiktok where it's like the holly was talking about her poly relationship with john however the way that she was saying it basically in her poly relationship they will never live together they will not have kids and you know those things have already been established now there is still love and they're still in a relationship so just because they're not going to be married and living together doesn't mean that it's not poly I know. So I was like, they are still, there was this one guy on TikTok that was like, I love the podcast by the way, but he was like being super combative to everyone or like super combative about like the definition of polyamory. And I'm like, go listen to the episode A, but B like, I I think one thing that we do get, and that's the thing, like if he loves a podcast, why hasn't he listened to the episode? Then he would have known why it's a poly relationship. Yeah, exactly. True. I I thought the same thing. Obviously, like in the in the non-monogamous community or under the non-monogamous umbrella, we all have a, a slew of terms for a variety of different dynamics and they have their definitions and we like to use those terms because it helps quantify and qualify things, blah, blah, blah. And I get that. However, sometimes some definitions mean different things to different people or they resonate with one better than the other. So I just don't think that like as a community, we should be casting judgment on each other based on if we think we're using the other person's using the term incorrectly, because it's like, we all get, we already get enough hate from the outside. Can we not have any hate on the inside? And I go, now I will say, I know there are people out that like, you know, unicorn hunters and the, the people that like, there are still bad apples in non-monogamy. I yeah, get I'm, I'm not saying everyone's perfect, to- but 
we we don't need to bash each other each other over something as simple as just like a definition or how someone is practicing their poly relationship yeah and whether you consider that poly or not well if you can't get married then it's not poly or if you can't live together then it's not polyamory you can still be polyamorous and not live together you can still be polyamorous and not get married you can only legally get married to one person anyway so it's like at least in the united states in the united states yeah and most countries for that matter Um, something else i've had it with people asking if we're twins Yes, we are. We, we don't, are twins. We don't do an outfit change. We do not. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> do we really look that much alike? Just read the fucking profile. I literally put it on all of our profiles. Two twins in LA. Two twins in LA. We are twins in LA. I think we've said that a million times. Why are people still asking if we're twins? I don't know, but I've had it. <laughs> I've had it with that. And maybe that's an oddly specific one, but it's, it's true. What else have I had it with? I've had it with like, for example, one time we posted a clip about, what was it? It was something to do with one of the ways that you can get BV. And someone was like, this isn't just the only way you can get BV. You do know that there are other ways, right? Why aren't you educating on the blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, this is one clip about one piece of information. Why are you taking it as the only way that you can get BV? Why? Like, people suck, man. I don't know. You Like, just... You I know. Yeah, so many things get and taken out of thing, context. It's like, it's like, I'm sorry, but like, we cut clips so you can get a glimpse of the episode a clip of it per se but I'm so that you can be interested in watching the whole fucking episode so instead of taking everything out of context why actually can you make a clip of this so we can put it on our reels Thank yeah we'll you. do that yeah instead of taking it out of context why don't you go fucking listen to the episode thank you Thank it's you for true coming though. to my TikTok. so many things uh, so many things get taken out of context and it's like well if you listen to the episode then you'd realize we talk about it. Yeah. Funny that. <laughs> we can't, I mean, like, we can't put 16 I know, that's clips. what I'm saying. Yeah, we, we, we can't, can't put, put an hour-long clip on fucking. We can't put the entire episode on fucking TikTok. We yeah, can't. we can't. So we have to post clips. We post clips. So then watch the clip. And then if you have more questions, watch the fucking episode. And then make your comments. My little keyboard But, you know, I got to say this, though. Our listeners, like, the, the people who actually okay, listen. Okay, the, the people who actually listen to the podcast episode. Y'all, y'all, so y'all are exempt. So for all of you listening, just here we are bitching about your viewing pleasure here we are bitching about people everyone else yeah (laughs) about things that don't apply to you however uh so yeah another another moment of gratitude for y'all because y'all actually fucking get it because you actually fucking listen yes the real ogs thank you thank you okay another thing i've had it with i i as much as i did love veritas i've had it with sex clubs trying to push the masquerade masks at at the events it's been like 10 years since it's 50 not, shades of gray yeah it's not like, the illuminati we don't i can't see there who, actually is a club called illuminati we haven't oh checked. i love that you didn't know about that we haven't checked that sex party yet but it's here in la oh my god we should yeah no but it's like sanctum does it kinky rabbit had one masquerade event once okay but kinky rabbit has fi- has curated a list of themes that hands down fucking slap yes. no but then this veritas one also did a mask and then there was another one that i saw it was like black diamond or something in orange county that also does masks and stop I'm, doing masks stop doing masks 
I'm fucking done with them. I don't want to wear one. It's it comes itchy. off. It, my eyelash kept getting caught on it over the weekend. I about, about an hour in, I took it off because I was like, I just, I can't do this anymore. I've had it. I will come to your events again, but please do not expect me to wear a mask the entire time because it is uncomfortable. But also just And then like, it kept like sliding off my face and then I couldn't see anyone. And then I was, as I was trying to go down the stairs, it was like a fucking like hazard because I could, you know, I had to like. So also, it was, it was a lot. For example, especially when the, if a play party starts, you're like, oh, you have to keep your mask on, you know, but then like you take off the eye mask later, like you're going to see the Yeah, we're going to see everyone. Like what's anyway? the point? I don't, <laughs> like why are we hiding behind this? Uh, this ma- I didn't get it either. And I'm just like, it doesn't like, just because you're like hiding a part of your identity is not sexy. If any of y'all attend any parties in other cities, I don't. Please let us know if they require masks too, but at least for the ones in Los Angeles that do require them or sometimes like encourage them or whatever, I just want to let y'all know I've had it and I would... Sorry, I finished. I've also had it with Cammie drinking an entire cup of water and not refilling it and then later asking me to refill it. Anyways, but yeah, I've just, I've had it with the masquerades. I've had it with the Fifty Shades of Grey masks. Like next time they say masquerade, I'm going to come in with the uh, money heist. (laughs) That's a little intense. In a really cute like red lingerie moment. That is so cute actually. That would be good for like Halloween, you know. Bella ciao, Bella ciao. Bella ciao, ciao, ciao. Okay, anyways. Anyways, yeah. Can we be done with the masks? i'm done with the masks other things i've had it with bad lube at play parties oh like i i mean and i did tell the hosts this but i went to a house party and they had astro glide and i made sure to put a bv pill up my vag after that but like you know if you're in if y'all are here you already know because we push good lube all the time but please tell your friends that are hosting parties, please tell your friends that are just buying lube in general, stop buying shitty lube. Like, get good lube, good clean love, personal fave, personal fave, uber lube. What are some of the other ones that we know are really good? Those are the top three that come to mind, honestly. Those are the, those top the, three those are the only three that come to mind. Yeah, those are the ones that we use. Yeah, and those are the ones that, like, are good, like, made of good ingredients. They're... Uh, I just, I, I'm tired of seeing Astroglide and KY as being like the only options at like play parties and such. I get it. The the good ones are at a slightly higher price point, but there's a reason. Oh, uh, but personal fave has those little packets. Just you spread those around with the condoms. Exactly. Put them in a little bowl. No, but like that if, way everyone's not sharing one bottle in the one bedroom, you know? <laughs> you get a packet. You get a packet. <laughs> but if you have been here the whole time and the message still hasn't come through, Please get rid of your shitty lubricants and buy good quality ones. Do something nice for your penis or your vagina or whatever body part you're working with and buy a solid lubricant. (laughs) I've had it with the shitty lubes. And that's not sponsored. That's just... <laughs> I I hadn't used Astro Glide in... God, I don't even I've know how long. I've never used it. And, <laughs> and I used it for... for uh, or I, That was the only lube available at that one party. So I'm like, okay. And I, and I forgot my bag with my wet minis that I always have from Personal Fave, which kind of sucked. So I used what they had there instead. And I was deeply regretting it afterwards because like my whole biome was off it was sticky i at least the boric acid helped the next day but anyways 
Oh, well, I mean, this is a different tangent, but just like, oh, oh, that's what I want to talk about. Okay, go. I want to talk about the idol. Go for it. But first, let's talk about one thing I've had it with. I have had it with, like, especially reality TV shows, pushing alcohol. All the time. All the time. Every episode. I don't know if you watched the fucking... What, selling Sunset, horrible season, by the way. Yeah, the last season <clears throat> sucked. The last season sucked. I'm sorry. Oppenheim Brothers, start from scratch. That drama, stupid. Anyways, but every single episode, like drinks. every other line was like, oh, let's get drinks. Oh, who's doing the shot? Oh, I'm pregnant. I see no available things for me besides alcohol. I'm like, no. But <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry, I'm so, I was just watching that and I was so fucking pissed. I'm like, why are we pushing alcohol so much? Do you know how low vibrational alcohol is that's why you all have anxiety you motherfuckers like go sober <laughs> i'm sorry california sober i'm just saying that's why the whole selling sunset crowd has shitty drama is because they're all drinking so much and i will say like the idol every scene someone's pouring alcohol oh my god yeah the idol so many things to discuss there i've also had it with the weekend <laughs> as but, a character on that as show. a character on that show but i will say and i've also had it with five episode seasons what the fuck bring back 20 i know well, bring I, back 20 actually that's episodes. a great that's a great one i've had it with these shows on hulu and netflix that are only that are under eight episodes the new season of black mirror was only six episodes oh really yeah i was like i hold on actually i don't want to misspeak but if i remember correctly the first couple seasons had a lot more than just fucking six episodes guys where is the 20 season 20 episode Grey's Anatomy marathon I was gonna say Shonda Rhimes has been pushing out Grey's Anatomy with 20 episodes for years decades even the the fact that you can't come up with long season for the lost the fact that you can't come up with eight episodes for Black Mirror is absolute asinine to me okay bring back the binge Okay, season one of oh wait (laughs) okay season one only had three episodes (laughs) Okay, actually, I take it back. Sounds like, looks like Black Mirror <laughs> stepped it up. Wait, no, hold on. Season three of Black Mirror had one, two, three, four, five, six episodes. Okay, what about season? Hold on, hold on. Also, The Bear, I need to watch that. It's 10 episodes. So at least that's that's nice. 10 episodes, I think that's, that's, that's nice. solid. Okay, that's yeah, nice. so it looks like Black Mirror hasn't had a great track record either. But this season only had five episodes i was livid absolutely livid and then the idol five episodes long okay what the fuck let's you, the, talk you couldn't about even get me to to like there was no redemption arc for any of the characters in five episodes they all sucked for all five well they haven't released the fifth episode yet they've only released the fourth let's talk about the fact that like i've also just had it with for example with the idol misrepresentation of power exchange because yes well hold on thank you hold on because i remember and i saw this on john romanello's q a and someone was like how did you think what did you think about the way that the idol portrayed bdsm and power exchanges it's shut the fuck up no let's get something straight he said this and i agreed with him completely because that's exactly the same way i viewed it did they show sensation play absolutely did they show power exchange no they showed manipulation and abuse yeah so that was not that was not that power was exchange. not power exchange and it like yes they were i mean yes he there was a lot i don't know if you watched the idol or not but there is a lot of representation of sensation play the ice cubes the silk masks you the know the knife 
Yeah, the knife, ex- breathing, breath play, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yes, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's representing BDSM. A thousand percent agree. I, and you know, this is what ends up happening a lot of times when you see like representation of kink and non-monogamy in the media. They show only snippets. Or people just get confused and think that's what they're showing when like if you actually knew what it was, it it isn't. That's it. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like they, they never show like enough to like actually turn it into that. Yeah. Like in the in the idol, for example, they never showed enough. Sure, they showed aspects of it, but they never showed enough for it to actually be considered in my book or John's or, you know, whoever or anyone that, you know, is in the king community. Like it's not enough to go as far as saying like, oh, sure, that's BDSM. Does it kind of teeter on the lines of it? Sure. But does it fully dive into the BDSM lifestyle and community? Absolutely not. So I... And don't get me wrong, whenever in the scene with the knife and, and the and the breath play or whatever, like, yeah, I was a little bit excited by it. It turned me on, but like I was excited because I was like, oh my God, like I've never seen someone bring out like a knife in a more kind of like sensation play, sexual nature on other stuff before. So like on one hand, like, sure, that's exciting because as someone with a knife kink who never really sees any representation of it ever and often... Until we get an adaptation of Den of Vipers, I don't think we will. Yeah, so it's like, so so for me to see it, sure, it was a little bit exciting, but I would not go as far as to say like, oh, that's a great representation of kink and BDSM because it Unless wasn't. Unless there are shows that have shown it. I know. Are there? And if there have, please send them my way because uh, the TV There I are watch, some kinky shows we haven't watched. I do know that. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we don't I think consu- the funny Dom has suggested a few. We don't consume that much TV though, you and I. That's true. Yet here we were bitching about 20 20- <laughs> seasons that were only five episodes long that's true we were well here's the thing the way nikki and i consume tv is very like yeah it's, it's very structured like i will sit down i will binge an entire show for like a day or two and then i will not watch tv for like two weeks well it depends uh, on me, what i'm doing for me it's i hear about a show that's good i give it a shot i fall in love with it i watch it three times through all the entire season three times through and then i move on until i find the next obsession and like that's it like i don't really like if i'm not sitting down to binge something that i really love i don't generally watch tv if that makes that sense. That is true. Like, I don't just turn on the TV just to... Just to, like, turn on. It's like some someone was like, this is really good. You need to watch it. I sit down. And I'm like, oh, this is good. I'll watch it. And then I binge it. And then I watch it three times through. Also, I did I did that with The House of the Dragon, Bridgerton, all of those. Like, that's... Yeah, that that's how I consume television. Which is really funny because it reminds me of the other day when C and I were having lunch. And um, I just remember I was, like telling her about what I had talked about with my therapist about like when my three relationships ended back in April and how two of them both said that like I spread myself thin or whatever and um and I was saying in reality it was just because I was like you know in love with Calvin and that's who I really wanted and (laughs) I just remember (laughs) she goes she's like I say this in the nicest way possible and I was like yeah what say it and she was like it's hard to compete with your latest obsession and I'm like, that's true. That's how I am. Like when it comes to oh, for things that I really like love, I, I, I'm a, the Scorpio in me comes the fuck out. <sighs> I guess so. If I get is, hooked on something, that I is get hooked. Because and we're both kind of like that. If yeah. we get hooked on something or we're someone, hooked. we're we're in. Yeah, 
But anyway, so that's how it is with TV. So it's like with the idol, I've only watched it because you sat down to watch it and I saw like little. Yeah, sp- but you, Cody and Elle all haven't watched episode four and I'm waiting for y'all to catch up. I definitely did the full house dirty and I moved forward and watching the show without all of them. No, that's fine. I uh, watched like oops. half of it, but then I had to go back to editing. But but uh, but I agree. It's it's, you know, on one hand, sure, it's great to see that they're, you know, maybe pulling out some sensation play examples. But on the other hand, like, I hope no one thinks that that's what a power exchange looks like, because that's not the uh, Abel's character in that show is not a dominant. That is a manipulative person. That is a narcissist. That is a narcissist. Yeah. But But also like, okay, I will say I've also had it with all the nudity only on the women's part why show some dick yeah that please <laughs> i will say this what sh- that's on hbo max netflix yes. has done a phenomenal job of showing more dick mostly netflix spain Mo- yeah mostly like all the all the netflix mexico too Botro. Oh. i know we've talked about that before in another episode but yeah so thank you netflix for showing dick um now to the other networks stop showing so many boobs even though we love boobs and start you, you know putting a little more quality in the in the male female nudity but also ratio. like you netflix also shows a lot of ma- uh, male ass that is bridgerton true. we got a full view of that Corey do that ass, is true and that was that is true i will say with the idol it's like it's just lily rose depp naked half the time and i kind of feel like i hope they paid her extra i was gonna say that. i hope she negotiated more money I, if i were an actress now, phenomenal it, body phenomenal body her. yeah uh, great for her but if i were a female in any show or movie anytime like my nipples or my ass is on display i'd be like i want a hundred thousand dollars for per each, nipple her yeah like for literally each time like same with in um, addition to what i'm already getting paid in a, yeah in addition to what i'm already getting paid like for example uh sydney sweeney sweeney whatever her last name is from the euphoria mm. i don't know her does her agent hate her it's like she can't go on a show without her boobs showing the entire time and like and it's great like, great boobs great, great selling point absolutely however also, i hope you're getting more paid more for that because it's like you know is that her only redeeming quality is that she can get in front of a camera and, and show her tits F no absolutely bombs not. like no, no. <laughs> i'm just saying exactly so it's like uh, i wish also I, like if sam levinson is the director you just know you're gonna see you just know you're gonna see a naked woman the entire time sam levinson like get a little bit more original with your content okay <laughs> call him out <laughs> call him out don't get me wrong he makes it the idol is beautifully like cinematic and like the way cinematically yes and the way it's shot is gorgeous and he did the same thing with euphoria so like i i and like the way that it like it, it, it they are beautiful masterpieces but they don't have to feature a, a naked woman's body to be a beautiful masterpiece. And I'm not shaming nudity because I champion nudity. I just think it's all, it's never used in a way that progresses the female character's strength or her power. And it's always used in a way to strengthen a, a man's power in some way. I will say I did watch that. I did start watching the idol because one of my friends that I performed with at Sanctum is one of the dancers on the show. So shout out to Marlon. Yeah. But do you see what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, you know, the one thing that comes to mind, for example, the scene in uh, Game of Thrones where she like walks through that fire and she comes out of it naked. But that's like a very powerful moment for Khaleesi. Mm. Like that to me, that's solid female nudity right there. 
give us more of that. Not, you know, the weekend, you know, rips her skirt or not the weekend, Abel, whatever the, however he wants to go by, lifts her skirt up while she's singing and starts fingering her. And like, you know, that's where the nudity and comes And everyone's in. watching. And no one, and no one asked for consent. I was embarrassed. No one asked for consent. So it's like that, so there's two very different. <laughs> I would never like, want to walk into a room and, you know, someone just starts finger being another person with and without then, asking me yeah yeah and like, it not being like you know it's a tuesday afternoon at the club like or yeah. sorry not at the club but the coffee shop like yeah you know yeah if you're at a sex party obviously that's different but if yeah. like it's a setting where it's like that's not gonna be chill then you need to ask for consent before you proceed anyways i didn't mean for this to be so obviously <laughs> that that scenario shouldn't happen in public anyway that's anyways, how you yeah, get public yeah. indecency anyway so i don't know if anyone's watched the idol especially if you're kinky and you've watched the idol i'd love to hear your thoughts um what you thought i do need to finish the fourth episode i made it a good like three quarters of the way through any and if you have a submission for things that you've had it with yeah send some through and I haven't listened to all their content, so I can't give them a full DT stamp of approval. But everything I've seen on TikTok, I've found hilarious. Um, so to the I've Had It podcast, um, I just want to say thank you for the inspo. This was a very spirited episode. <laughs> but thank you for the inspo because I just I love seeing that. And then it got me thinking, I'm like, well, what have I had it with? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've had it with Cammy asking me to edit everything within like a day's time's worth and I'm just like it's a lot of editing and so I have to sit there at a computer all day and my eyes get fucking sore okay well I miss when you used to edit you don't I don't have time for that anymore Nicole like how where when do you expect me to do it I know I'm just saying like I miss when you actually had the skills so that if we needed you to edit something when I was one computer and you're doing a passion project on it half the time like what am I supposed to do is to move the fuck over Nicole so I can work (laughs) on this like I'm just saying I miss when you used to at least know how to edit so that you could help me with it every now and then. I miss when you actually used to like help me book guests. Oh, wait. (laughs) (laughs) The other day I was on the phone with Danny and he was like, hey, you still need to have my friend Svi from TikTok on the pod. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And he was like, well, I gave her contact info to Nicole. And I was like, well, that's never going to happen. (laughs) Give her number to me. (laughs) So he gave me her number, and now we're in the talks of recording in August, so. Well, that's great. Okay. <laughs> My bad. You know what? I take care of shit, too. You no, know what? You I've had it with I've had it with you, me, King, like, fucking, let's hear it. No, go ahead. Go ahead. This is a safe space. <laughs> this doesn't feel so safe right now. <laughs> All right, then what is it? What have you had it with, Kimmy? What have you had it with? Just some of the clips that are taken out of context that end up garnering bad comment sections. What? Are you saying I need to edit better? No, I'm saying choose a different spot. <laughs> I know, but I also like choose the parts that I like. <laughs> okay. And sometimes it's hard. Works. No, don't give me shit for that. Sometimes no, I guess it's hard that to works. No, and it's like, I, I get it. I and get it. And then, you know, sometimes, sometimes I ask sometimes you to make the way clips. We, I, sometimes there are certain parts that I really like and I ask you to make a clip of it. And then you don't. That's not true. When have mm-hmm. I not done that? Every single time that you've mentioned a part that you like, I go ahead and make a clip of it. Are you cooking dinner? No, also, you are. I cooked me. dinner the other night. But also, we need to go walk the dogs. I need to, like, work for a moment. Anyways, guys, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. And don't be afraid to voice what you've had it with.
but not about us yeah not about us not and in the comment section don't just, do that on the reviews either yeah no <laughs> I've had it with these two. I've had it with Kimmy. No. I've had it with her singing. All right. We love you. Anyways, y'all. guys, I hope you enjoyed season four. That was season four, yep. I hope you enjoyed season four. Season five coming in August. Yes. With some July minis in between. Enjoy. Yes. Enjoy. Love y'all. Peace and love. Also, we are condoms. And please go to the live show. Please go to the live show. Buy your ticket. Bring your friends. Have a good fun time. I definitely think we'll sell out. That's another thing. That, you know when you said wear condoms, you know, another thing that I've had it with. Me? No. Uh, oh, or, no sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? I should have elaborated. <laughs> Can we not engineer the condom to be any better? I just, they're so drying and they're so like... Ugh work on that with Hannah and Stephanie. I just, uh, I wish, I wish condoms were better. Anyways, alright. Love y'all guys. Yeah.